Live from the Watch Dogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watch Dogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, good morning on the West Coast, good afternoon on the East Coast, and for a change, I'm actually in the Pacific time zone, so it's uh, it's still morning for me. Uh, just got up, just got going, and we have a great show online for you today, and Chris is not able to join us, so I have my good friend, my backup partner, Jim Heath from KC Talk Radio on the line running the board for me. Jim, can you hear me? I'm doing really good, Keith. How are you? I am doing great, uh, Jim. Thank you so much for joining us and, and uh, jumping in here at the last minute. I'll tell you, things have just been going so great for me as things fall apart. <laughs> things uh, come together uh, much, uh, it, it, much better than I really expected, and, uh, and I really appreciate that. Uh, well, Jim, tell me, how you been doing and how's the weather in Kansas City? Oh, it's just uh, it's pretty nice today. We had a monster storm come through here last night. Knocked out power to about 50,000 people, so you can imagine. uh, uh, I get a little nervous when that sump pump goes out, you know? (laughs) Oh, I can uh, imagine. It was out for about six hours and raining. I think we got about an inch, inch and a half of rain, so it's like, uh, boy. So other than that, I mean, uh, I I happen to live in the Kansas City metro area. Wonderful. Uh Uh, Of course, off for the summer. Kids are out of school, uh, Mm -hmm. just chilling down and uh, waiting for a new school year. And, of course, another round of watchdogs. This will... We're actually starting watchdogs up at uh, my son's fifth, sixth grade school, that intermediate. Oh, that's school. awesome! You know, we love so. to see the program starting up in those uh, intermediate and middle schools. How about go ahead and give us the school, Jim? What's well, uh, yeah, it's called Eagle Glen. Eagle and, Glen in, in Raymore. Glen intermediate in where? It's Raymore, Missouri. So, um, awesome. my, my good friend uh, Rich Barto, he's the one that actually helped start the watchdog program here in Raymore. I was one of the first to jump on the bandwagon with uh, Rich, and we uh, he got it started over at Raymore Elementary, which is uh, was kind of the first uh, really to get going in the area. Then move, we actually moved over to Creekmore. Just I happened to move into a different school district, and we got it going there, and uh, then moved now, getting ready to do our third school. So good, good deal. And of course, you know we uh, we always joke that uh, in the Watchdogs program, the dads grow up too. Uh, they wind up, uh, you know, of course, uh, I've moved on to the uh, middle school, and this year I'll be moving on to uh, running a high school program. Wow. So that's, uh, that's going to be very uh, interesting, entertaining, and I'm sure challenging as well. So, uh, well, Jim, let, let, me, uh, let me move right along here. Uh, we've got a great show lined up. Uh, you know, originally we had planned on uh, doing our show from the Nevada PTA office here in Las Vegas, and uh, unfortunately, that didn't come together, but uh, we will get back uh, in touch with those great guys. Um, once again, won the, for the third time in a row, the third year in a row, they won the National PTA Male Engagement uh, Award, the MP3 Award. And, of course, we want to congratulate with them uh, with that, of course, uh, John Kurt Kurtley of uh, Nevada PTA and uh, Dave Flatt. Now, Dave is the president-elect of Nevada PTA and, of course, our good friend uh, Amy Henderson, who I'm sure is uh, listening to us as well, uh, president of Nevada PTA. Great work you guys are doing. Uh, Increasing PTA membership in the state of Nevada, increasing schools that are running PTA programs, 
and uh, and that's just great what we're doing right here in Nevada. We've got a busy uh, week coming up. Uh, I'm going to be at uh, Georgia PTA in Atlanta coming up uh, on Saturday. Uh, we're going to be giving the Seven Steps to Success training program there. Uh, Michael Knowles is going to be at uh, Florida PTA, and I believe Eric Snow is going to be at uh, – I'm going to have to be checked on this, but I believe it's Minnesota PTA. So uh, we've got some great work going on, and I have actually uh, fallen into a great opportunity. I am out here in Las Vegas at the fabulous Venetian Hotel. I'm tagging along. I'm actually at an educator's conference where I'm not speaking, so it's been nice to have a little vacation to hang out, meet some people. Um, While the greatest first-grade teacher in the world, Mrs. Shoemaker, is uh, getting some training here, and, uh, and I got the opportunity to tag along with her. So I am, uh, am so happy. She is at the I Teach First Conference, part of the Staff Development for Educators Conferences here. There are actually six conferences going on uh, here at the Venetian this week. Uh, great instructors. There are over 6,000 educators here in one building, and that is amazing. That and is, that's as luck would have it, it is, it is, and, and just to see the energy that's packed into this place, the, the great stuff that's going on, the teacher bloggers, which, you know, we've had a couple of our teacher bloggers on the show. We hope to get a few more because we love to hear from them and how parents can support teachers, but I stopped to ask directions as I was walking in this morning, and uh, this young lady was uh, delivering coffee to the person that I was asking, and it just so happens that uh, I had a chance to meet Tara Tarango, who is the president of SDE, which is Staff Development for Educators, um, who is putting on this conference, and she has graciously uh, offered to uh, be our guest today, and, and we have, uh, we're, we're really privileged to have that. So, Tara, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio, and thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Thanks for asking. Well, um, I guess the easiest thing to do is uh, let's talk about what SDE is, what the, uh, what's going on here, and just this amazing, just electric, energetic conference that's going on here. Great, happy to do so. Um, SDE's been around for 25 years. We are most known for our public events, offering training for teachers. Um, and, and as luck would have it, you were at our flagship event. I mean, this is our premier event. This is our, we're at our best here. So I'm glad for you to join us and for your wife to come for training. It's excellent. So SDE is really about partnering with schools to create what we think of as extraordinary classrooms. You know, so we want to really picture in our mind what the classroom should look like, everything from the instruction to the environment, which obviously, you know, having dads a part of that and creating that positive environment is a key part of. So we want to partner with schools to make that happen. And the reality is, you know, classrooms out there aren't extraordinary. So as long as they're not extraordinary, we have a job to do. Exactly. And, uh, and we want to help you do that. You know, we partner with National PTA. Uh, we partner with several of the uh, state school counselor organizations, and we, um, we just want to be here to help as parents, as the, uh, the administrators who support our Watchdogs program. We had a chance to talk. I know you, you have heard about our program. Uh, we had a chance to talk a little bit before the show. Uh, you know, last year, 360,000 men in the United States just took a day off from work to come and visit their local school to volunteer for a day because that's all we're asking them to do is one day. Many of them come back and help out and, and do things, other things to support teachers. But that's the thing is, if there weren't the parents, we wouldn't have the teachers. And that's the one thing. You know, we hear that occasionally from our, uh, our parents that are running programs is that we want to do the program, we want to help out, but the teachers don't want to let us into the classroom. And 
what we want to let them, the teachers know, and to, and to be able to, we need to, to have their trust that, you know, we're coming there to support them. We're not there to be, even though our name is Watchdogs, that's just a cute name that we use for dads of great students. We're not there to criticize them. We're not there to compare one student against the other. We're there to support the teachers, to bring networking in from the businesses that these, these gentlemen work for. And, of course, we have a lot of women that volunteer with Watchdogs, too. But we want to let the teachers know to have the confidence that it's okay to let the parents be there because we're, we're trusting you with the most important thing we have in our life, our children, for eight hours a day. We want to be there for you. So to be able to con- communicate with the people at this conference, with your organization, I think would be a great partnership. No, absolutely. I mean, I think about... Um, the role that parents can have in the classroom is significant, but it's certainly difficult. I mean, teachers have a tough job. Time is, is not their friend. You know, they have, some, they have 100 things to do a minute. And so someone coming up to saying, how can I help, isn't always the most helpful thing. So I think taking the time to, to listen to them and to say, what are your struggles? What are your needs? And, I mean, I was just talking to several folks here at the, at the conference asking, how did you come? How did you hear about it? Um, and several of them, their PTOs, have sent them here. So, you know, that's a great thing that, that you can do is to – is to offer them support if you have the infrastructure to put that together. I mean, nobody, no teacher goes into teaching wanting to be a bad teacher. You know, they all come in with a desire to help kids, with a desire to have the best instruction, really connect. Um, but it's difficult. You know, it's, you get so wrapped up in the day-to-day, you know, what's this kid doing? Johnny over here is chewing gum. This one's over here is pulling this hair. And instruction kind of falls by the wayside. So, um, so they need constant training, and they need to and not – I mean, everybody does in whatever job you have, right? If you want to be the best at it, you have to see what you do as, as a craft that you ongoingly master. Um, so that's what we try to do is partner with them to, to figure out what their needs are. And I think parents can be a huge part of that. And listening to teachers, what are your needs, observing, how can I help, little things from, you know, making little tchotchkes for the classroom to make it work, but also big things like saying, you know what, how, how are you feeling about teaching math these days? You know, is it a struggle for you? Um, I heard about this conference that where you can actually learn how to make math visual for your students and, and make it real for them. What if we sent you? Well, we, as a matter of fact, our, our school foundation actually sponsored, um, you know, my wife come into this. We, We've talked to several people who have said that, that it's either their school foundation, their PTA, some organization that has raised the funds. It's not cheap to come to a conference like this, but the information and the value that you get from a conference like this, the networking that you have, the, the teacher bloggers, the, that has been just amazing to me to see the communication that the teachers have. You know, one of the things I know you're doing a meetup with, I believe, it, or is it part of the conference, the Teachers Pay Teachers uh, conference that's coming up? Yeah, they're having the day after when our conference ends, the next day, Teachers Pay Teachers kind of, you know, jumping on to our, our you know, bandwagon here and putting on their own conference. So we're partnering together to do that. Exactly. And one of the ideas that I had is to, you know, let parents, parents are always looking for what can we do for the teachers. I know um, our the, uh, the, the room mom for my wife's classroom, you know, she emailed me, what can we do, what can we do, what can we do? There are so many things that parents can do to support teachers that they may not be aware of. You know, if you got on to Teachers Pay Teachers and bought a gift certificate for your teacher, that would be a way that the teacher can not have to spend as much of her own money. You know, people don't realize they want to complain about taxes. They want to talk about how um, you know, school systems use tax dollars. But people don't realize how tre- the tremendous amount of money that teachers pay out of their own pocket to support their classroom. I mean, we, you know, we buy books. We buy 
school supplies. We wind up having to buy paper and pens and pencils and things for teachers for our classroom because there's just not enough money in the tax budget to do it. Uh, most of these vendors here are talking to teachers who are going to be spending money out of their own pockets to support their classrooms. So if we as parents can come up with more innovative ways to make that happen, you know, not only through our PTAs, PTOs, fundraisers, there's just so much going on, but to to partner with organizations like yours, to partner with organizations like Teachers Pay Teachers, or just look at different opportunities to be able to support those teachers. And I think even just looking at, at your webpage, and, and maybe you could give us some more information about how we could find out how, as a parent or an administrator or a counselor that's listening to our program, uh, to get information on SDE. Absolutely happy to offer that. Um, you know, so our website, what we try to do is, like I said, partner with schools to create these extraordinary classrooms. But we realize there's lots of ways that you can do that. And we talk about with students wanting to differentiate our instruction and make sure we're reaching every kid. Well, for teachers, we have to differentiate our instruction. So this event is great. I consider our public events sort of like a big buffet, right? So teachers can come in. I really don't think there's another place you could find this wide a variety of content to sort of test out and sample. So, you know, on our webpage, you can see what public events are coming up. Maybe there's one in your area that you could sponsor some teachers to go to. Again, it's a big buffet. Go check out what you want. Another option that you'll find there is to actually, um, let's say they've gone to a public event or not, um, you know, they could just look on our website and see certain presenters or certain topic areas and bring that directly to the school. That's sometimes a more cost-effective way because every teacher gets the benefit of the training, but you're not having to send them all, you know, in a plane and the hotel and the food and beverage and all of that. So you can also bring anybody that you see here at, at an event can come to the school and customize training for that those teachers. Now, do they do that through you, or do they they directly contact with the uh, the teacher? They would do that through through us. So the teacher or the administrator could contact us, and it's it's really you know the best way to do it is is not just to say you know I want this presenter, which is kind of tempting because you see someone you just love them and I want to bring them, um, which which can be fun and entertaining. But if we're really going to create extraordinary classrooms, let's start with figuring out what the need is. So let's talk to the teacher, the administrators. What is your focus this year? You know, are you looking at Common Core implementation? That's a new set of standards that all the teachers are being held to. It's a much more rigorous set of standards. They're all a little paranoid about that. Um, or is it how to differentiate instruction? Or are you interested in math? So let's figure out what are, what are your pain points, and let's build a professional development plan. Because also, you know, coming to a conference, again, it's a buffet. It's great. You feel great at the moment. But are you really, to sustain that training, you need to think about it over the long term. You need to do job-embedded coaching, you know, in a very non-threatening, teacher-friendly way to come in and say, all right, what, what are you struggling with? Is it, is it getting little Johnny to pay attention? Is it this? Is it that? Um, so let's identify those needs, create a professional development plan, maybe that consists of, you know, some going to the events. The events are, are fun. It's a high for these teachers. You know, it's, they deserve that break and have a chance to have fun and get some, some learning along the way. Um, but maybe it's bringing a teacher on, I mean, a presenter on site to have that on site training. But there's also, you know, a variety of ways. Again, we're trying to differentiate that instruction. So, also on our webpage, you'll see our Crystal Springs books. These are resources. Oh, so, for you know, several things, for under $5, under $10. Um, you could give a gift certificate there. You could, you know, look on there and see what books you find interesting that you would like your kids to be exposed to that sort of instruction. You know, you know, flip, get the book yourself. Flip through it and dog ear a couple pages. Save your teacher that time and give it to them. Say, hey, why don't you try this with your, with your kids? Or better yet, hey, if you have 10 minutes, I bet I could try this with your kids um, and go in and, and volunteer that way. So, and then finally, the fourth thing, so we have the events, the on-site training, and then the books and resources. And then the fourth thing is web-based training. So we can also offer online courses. You know, if you have a teacher that, you know, wants to sort of take a 12-week course online, um, you know, everything from how to deal with students with ADHD to, um, to Singapore math and interesting math 
strategies like that. So there's lots of online courses. We can also bring webinars into the school, um, variety of things like that. And we can get creative. Again, let's talk to teachers, find out what their needs are, find out what the school district's needs are, and then and let's build a plan to make, make those extraordinary classrooms. Wow, that's great. I have a caller on the line, and let's find out who this is. We're having a little technical difficulty, but let's give it a shot. Uh, area code 281, who is this? Oh, this is uh, Mr. Gadsden out of Crosby, Texas. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing great, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Are you just joining us to listen, or did you have a comment? No, I'm just joining and listening. Um, I'm, I'm just continuing to keep following. I'm just listening to uh, right. great information. All right. All right, Ashley, I'm, I'm going to make you a regular guest. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much. You got any news out of Crosby, Texas for us today? Um, no, not yet. Um, I'm just contacting all the dads that I know that I got from the watchdog list and um, just letting them know what, what the plan is for this um, upcoming school year. Well, great. Well, Ashley, thank you for joining us, and uh, we appreciate you listening. Yes, sir. Take care. All right, that was Ashley Gaston out of Crosby, Texas. Uh, he joined us a couple of weeks ago and actually won, uh, won a free uh, renewal kit for, uh, for his school. So uh, we are uh, glad to have him join us there. Uh, we are, once again, uh, we are at the SDE Conference for Educators, and I hope I'm saying that right, in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. We are at the fabulous Venetian Hotel. Our guest today is Tara Tarango, who is the president of SDE. I have actually skipped our mid-show break because things are just rolling so good here. Um, but we wanted, to, uh, we wanted to find out a little bit more about what's going on. Now, we have actually six conferences going on here. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, I understand I Teach K, Conference for Kindergarten Teachers, great stuff going on. I Teach First, which I've heard so much great stuff about that because that's where Mrs. Shoemaker is. Um, but we also have uh, Differentiated Education, Singapore Math, uh, Power Up, and the Administrative Summit. Now, I know the first uh, Administrative Summit and Power Up are already uh, yesterday. Can you tell us a little bit about those and how they went? Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'll talk to you about a little of the, of the conferences. The Administrator Summit and Power Up are what we call pre-conferences, so that's sort of the day before the big conferences start. Administrator Summit is um, just that. It's for administrators, principals, you know, you know math coaches, that sort of thing. Um, also, district-level um, folks as well come to that. We had about 300, 400 folks come to that. Um, it's a great chance to really have, um, have folks look into how do you, how do you really create change in your school's culture, how do you create teachers and, and build teacher leaders and, and get your teachers really at a place where they, like I was mentioning earlier, see teaching as a craft that needs to be mastered um, and embrace professional development. So um, it's, a, it's a great time for administrators. You know, they have a big, big job um, and we like to really, um, you know, reward them for that job with, you know, sort of some fun and an exciting time here in Las Vegas, but also some, some quality um, information to help their jobs make them a little bit easier. So that's One of the things that we always say about administrators is they never have a, a surplus of time or money. And that's the thing is that's a tough job trying to figure out, one, managing the people and to be able to fit in what you need to do with the amount of money that you have. We mentioned that earlier. And, and the amount of time that, that you have to put something together. So to be able to have a conference where that they can come and work together with the teachers, get some new information, that's great to have that. So now tell us about the Power Up. 
the power up is, you know, technology is obviously a huge pain point for teachers. So many of them, they know they should be using it. They want to use it. They know their kids are digital natives. And in order to connect with them, um, they've got to understand it. But it's intimidating and it's always changing. So this is a conference dedicated one day to helping them, you know, everything from folks who are afraid of it. You know, there's some beginning sessions on where do I start with iPads? What, what websites are out there that I can use with my students? to, you know, really advanced stuff, like how do you flip your classroom? How do you, if you have one-to-one -one computing, what are ways that you can extend the walls of your classroom and, and have international exchanges? Um, so it's a really exciting conference to go to. It's funny, I was bouncing back and forth between those two yesterday, and my, you know, it's a little confusing to go from school culture change to, you know, these, um, you know, classrooms that are just worldwide classrooms, but a lot of fun. So that's a fun one as well. And, and of course, you know, we're looking at uh, the you know, between Twitter and uh, Facebook, you know, I run the Facebook page and we're doing Blog Talk Radio. There's so many other things that from Instagram and, and all of that. Now, we have uh, a couple of experts that we've relied on a couple of times for information for parents for at the lo local level for your own kids, what to be cautious about. What are some of the things that parents need to know? Uh, and we've had a chance to uh, look at those. So, you know, this is our 95th episode. And if you are listening to Blog Talk Radio for the first time, if you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio for the first time, you know, please go back and listen to some of those uh, earlier episodes. We've got some great stuff on there for teachers, administrators, counselors, and parents. There's just a lot of information out there. It's available on iTunes, and you can, uh, you know, you can Turn it on as you're going to work, and it's a, it's a great thing to, to have a chance to listen to. So let's talk about what's going on today, the, uh, the ITHK, the ITH First, um, some great conferences. And, and I need to know about Singapore Math because that's something new to me. Excellent. Um, just briefly on ITHK and ITH First, they're pretty self-explanatory, but one of the things I think that's special about that is, and why teachers like it so much is that it is focused. You know, so many times they'll get something for K-5. And there's a big difference between a kindergartner and a fifth grader. Um, and sometimes our professional development, we sort of forget that. And, and certainly there are concepts that apply to both, but having something that is, is uniquely designed for kindergarten teachers, uniquely designed for first grade teachers, those are very different kids, very different animals. Um, so teachers really appreciate that. That it's strategies in all content areas, as well as things like, you know, discipline and classroom management and how to create that positive environment sort of that we were talking about. Um, but it's really focused on that particular grade level. What do those five, six-year-olds need to know? What do those six, seven-year-olds need to know? So I think they really appreciate that focus. Um, so that's the biggest thing about I Teach K and I Teach First. Um, differentiated instruction is a term that's been around a while, and it is sort of what it says. That's our biggest conference here. We've got probably about 3,000 folks at that one alone. Um, and that's K-12. Um, most of the folks here probably are in the K-5 um, area, but it does run K-12. And it's really about everything from how do you literally differentiate your instruction um, in terms you can differentiate, let's say, for um, people think they're differentiating, let's say, just because you may give, you know, this person's doing really well, so I'm going to give her extra homework, right? And this person's not doing really well, so I'm only going to give him one sheet. That's not really differentiating, right? You're really kind of punishing the kid. Um, what can you do to actually really challenge that person? And what can you do to really support that person? So ways to scaffold instruction, tier instruction, um, for those folks that need it, also ways to challenge. Um, and that also goes into some folks, they understand that conceptually, they want to do that, but how do I really do it? Okay, if I need to have a small group over here that I'm working with, what do I do with the other kids? So there's also a lot of kind of classroom management component to that. How do you make it work? Put them with watchdog is what you do. Well, they, actually, that's a great idea, you know, because that is one of the biggest struggles is when you say, why aren't you differentiating? Why aren't you doing something different? Well, what am I going to do with them? And, and you still need someone there to help that. I mean, that could be a great way that um, parents can come in and help. And, and that's one of the things that I like best about, you know, being a watchdog. You know, when I walk into the classroom, the teacher in most cases doesn't even break 
sentence in, in direct instruction that students that know who are going to work with me and in a watchdog school and our, our school has been running the program for six years you know the, the students who are working with me when I walk in the room they know who I am they stand up they're going to walk to the kidney shaped table I always joke that I know what a kidney shaped table is <laughs> uh, they, they go over there the teacher knows what it, what's going to be going on she hands me the binder or the book or whatever it is that I'm going to be using I open it up it's a laminated sheet you know hello watchdog we love you thank you for coming in to volunteer this is what you're going to do. You're going to be reading Helen Lester, Tacky the Penguin, these characters. You're going to ask these questions. And it's, you know, once the teachers get to know the program, it's set up real well. And, of course, that's what in, in our program, the scheduling is a very important part of that because the teacher needs to know in advance that that watchdog is coming in, what time they're going to be there. And, guys, you need to be on time. Teachers are very, very quick on the clock. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to connect with the kids when a father, when a parent, sees that light bulb come on, that the teacher knows that's why the teacher's teaching, that what, what got them there. When a parent sees that, especially from a kid that's not there, if they're supporting in a classroom and they see that light bulb come on and they connect with a kid, that positive male role model, it really, just, just as uh, Mike Zimmerman says in our video, you know, it makes them hungry for more. It makes them want to be a part of that school and to support the school. So that, that's great to have that opportunity. So I want to make sure, since it's Watchdogs Radio, I want to talk about Watchdogs. Let's, uh, let's talk a little more about SDE, differentiated education. Now tell me about Singapore Math, because I have no idea what that is. Singapore Math is really interesting. So we have our sixth conference here is the Singapore Math Conference. Um, it, it's really called Singapore Math just because we are teaching the strategies of how to teach math the way they do it in Singapore. And the reason we do that is if you look, you know, internationally benchmark our kids against the rest of the world, um, you know, the United States does really, really poorly. Um, and Singapore is always at the top of the list. So, you know, some folks really looked over there and, and kind of um, tried to figure out what is that, what's different about the instruction. And there was a lot different. And so this conference is all about identifying what those differences are and showing that to the teachers and how you can implement that in your classroom. A lot of people get confused. There are Singapore math um, curriculums out there that you can spend a lot of money on, and a lot of them are really good. Um, but you don't have to do that. What we're teaching here are the strategies. So whatever curriculum you have, you can do things like um, one of the things that's big is um, concrete pictorial abstracts. So starting with a concrete version of a math concept, what we typically will do is let's say we're going to do multiplication tables. Um, you know, you just sort of wrote, memorize those tables. Three times five is 15. Um, and, you know, that's what I did. That's what my kids did, unfortunately. Um, but there's some really, what they do in Singapore, that, that's the last thing that comes. That's a very abstract way to think. They start concretely. They'll put a hula hoop with five kids, with three hula hoops with five kids in it each and say, you know, how are you getting to 15? Let's count them. And so there's a really deep um, number sense, understanding of numbers. They really get the number five and every different way that you can make that, starting with at kindergarten. You know, what does it mean to have three and two and two and three and one and four? So they really understand numbers in a deep way. It's, it's, um, there's a lot more to it than that, but that's what they're learning here at this conference is how to, how to think deeply about math. That's another one of the things that um, Common Core, I talked a little bit about that. Um, one of the biggest you know, changes for math is, is a lot more rigor, like everything, but it's really this idea of um, let's stop producing kids who just sort of put out you know, what a calculator can put out, who can just you know, do the, the actual computation. Let's get mathematical thinkers. It's really lacking. Um, and so this Common Core and Singapore Math are all about how do you create that deep understanding and mathematical thinking. Wow, that's amazing. And, it, and one of the things when I go into a classroom, I kind of shudder when I walk into a math classroom, especially in fourth and fifth grade, because it, I look at what they're doing, and it's hard for me as somebody who went to school a couple of years ago um, 
to, to look at what they're doing in math today versus what I learned. And it's, it's really it's challenging to even help these kids because it's hard for me to understand the concepts because they're looking at it in a different way than I did. So it, it, it's real interesting to see that. Yeah, it's funny, especially when you talk about math in elementary school. So I'll share this is sort of one of the dirty secrets about education is that, and I'm going to stereotype here, but most K-5 educators are deathly afraid of math. And I know this. I went to school for education. I would say 99% of the courses I took were on how to teach reading, how to, how to differentiate instruction, that sort of thing. Math is off the radar, so it's something they're not comfortable with. So forget, you know, how to actually teach mathematical thinking. Our teachers aren't comfortable with it. So that's another thing that, you know, if you go to our website, we have some little videos on Singapore math. If parents um, have that, they can go look at that and then, you know, offer some support in the classroom for helping that math come alive for students as well. That's great. Well, we are running out of time, but I definitely uh, want to thank uh, Tara Tarango for joining us. We hope that uh, you are joining us as part of this conference so you can learn one little bit more about watchdogs and learn a little bit more about SDE. So if you are um, just finding out about watchdogs, you can check us out at our webpage, which is fathers.com slash watchdogs. Um, well, I, I did want to get that out. Uh, Tara's actually writing a note here. Uh, make sure that you go to SDE.com to learn more about SDE, Staff Development for Educators. How about throw that phone number? i got 60 seconds. Give me that phone number real quick. Oh, you're looking at it. All right. It's 1-800-924-9621. Okay. 800-924-9621. So check out SDE. And if you want to check out Watchdogs, you can go to our webpage, fathers.com slash watchdogs. Give us a call at the national office at 800, I'm sorry, 888-540-DOGS. That's 888-540-DOGS. Well, Jim, once again, thank you for joining us. We are live at the SDE National Conferences in Las Vegas, Nevada. Remember, Jim, you've got anything to say? I've got 20 seconds. Go. Hey, enjoy the program. It's fun hanging out with you. Good deal. Thanks again. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are just the ones that don't know enough about us. Thanks again. Join us next week on Watchdogs Radio. And I forgot my fade-out music, but there we go. Thanks again. And Tara, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it.